Hello and welcome to the Chelsea News Podcast with me, your host Jack, and in today's episode we will be talking about what my thoughts are for the like, Premier League teams or current Premier League teams' future. And this is in like the near future, so like the next 10 years kind of time period. First of all, I'm starting alphabetically, so I'm going to go through all of them, all 20 teams if I have time in this video, um, just so it doesn't get too long because I've kind of become accustomed to 45 minute long absolute like massive videos and I don't necessarily think that I'm going to be able to make one of those in terms of being able to keep my voice up for the whole 45 minutes for today. Um, first of all we're going for Bournemouth and I kind of think that they'll almost stay where they are kind of being a yo-yo club that will spend like possibly one or two years in the Premier League and then drop back down and then spend one or two years up and then drop back down. I think like, as they're doing right now, I think they kind of spent a little bit of time in the... They'll spend a little bit more time in the Championship than they will in the Prem. But I think they'll be a yo-yo club. They'll be up and down. You'll see them in the Premier League every so often. I think they've got a good little club there. And I think it will sustain itself for many years into the future because of the foundations that Eddie Howe laid. And I think they're a team that you could look into the future as being lower part of the Premier League and higher part of the Championship. Almost what Norwich have done now. I'll go for Arsenal next. Didn't really have much to say about Bournemouth. Um, I'll kind of go Arsenal. I think they'll be reasonably successful over the next couple of years. I think they'll win a couple of trophies. like Just a few. I reckon they might win like a Europa League or an FA Cup or a Carabao Cup or something along those lines. I think they'll be moderately successful but I think it's always difficult to be anywhere in the region of success because of this amazing Manchester City team and everything that they've achieved and they've set the bar so so high and I think that because of that I think it's just so so difficult to do anything in this day and age with Manchester City dominating in the way they are especially now that they've got Erling Haaland and I think that really there's there's not really there's there's a there's a glass ceiling and if they can break through it absolutely amazing but I doubt that they can I think Saka will move to City because there's obviously been links now touting him with a move to City I think that could be a really really good one for both parties because I think that like Arsenal will get 150 million pounds for him should he sign another deal and I think that Manchester City will get an absolutely class player We've seen how good he is in both the England setup and in the Arsenal setup. Obviously, winning the England Player of the Year and everything around that. I think that he's still got a lot to learn in terms of football, but I think that also he is an absolutely amazing player. And once he's a little bit older, once Manchester City, I think pay this for him. I think he'll settle into the team nicely and will become a massive cog of the Manchester City team. Especially seeing as I've kind of. I think that Mikel, I've kind of put that I think Mikel Arteta will become the next Manchester City manager. I think that the way that he plays football, the way he sets up, especially, this, especially the kind of the Pep links, the fact that he was the City assistant manager, everything like that, I think he will be the type of manager, or I think he might be the manager to succeed Pep Guardiola in this respect. I think that he's laid all of the foundations at Arsenal uh, and kind of the way that he wants to play is very akin to that of Manchester City and I think that 
if you give him all of these absolutely amazing players that Pep Guardiola has been working with, I think that he can achieve amazing things with this club. And I really think that Mikel Arteta is the one to take over from Pep Guardiola at Manchester City. I think that really that's the ideal appointment as Pep Guardiola's successor because there was reports saying that he could leave Manchester City in 2024, is it? Or 2023 when his contract expires. And I think that he might stay a little bit longer than that just because now we've got Erling Haaland and he's going to have a better crack at the Champions League. But I think that really, I think Pep Guardiola has the team now and I think with Barcelona, when he had the amazing team, he went on and he won stuff and then he left afterwards. I think that'll be what happens with Pep Guardiola at City as well. And I think that I think that Arteta will replace him just because he'll do really well at Arsenal, as I said, get a couple of trophies, do everything like that. And then he'll come to City and just dominate the league, dominate every competition as City do. Uh, I've also said I think that Martinelli will go to Barcelona. I don't necessarily think that this is an outlandish shout. I think that his kind of Brazilian talent and flair, I think they'd be perfect for Barcelona. He's kind of the Brazilian Samba player that you kind of associate with Barcelona. Now they've got Rafinha, they had Neymar, they had Ronaldinho, though that was kind of before I was born, let alone started watching football. But I think that kind of Brazilian flair is what you associate with Barcelona. I think that Martinelli could kind of be the next player in that respect to carry up the mantle and be the the next player to uphold that tradition. Because I think that Rafinha is not even young now in terms of he costs £60 million and he's 26, I believe. And Martinelli's 22 or 23 and he could potentially come in because I think Rafinha is going to start to have a dip soon in terms of his form. I don't necessarily think he'll be the greatest signing for Barcelona. Uh, should all things come to it, but that's a different thing. Martinelli, I think, would be absolutely great for Barcelona. I think his dribbling, just everything about his game just screams Barcelona to me. But that's just my opinion of it. And, yeah, that that's Arsenal covered for me. That's all I've got written down in my little notes here. I think that... I think, yeah, Arsenal will be successful. But I think that lots of their best players will kind of go off. And in respect to Ethan Nuanieri, or however you pronounce it, I don't necessarily think he'll be all too successful as a player, just because of the amount of pressure that's been put on him after being subbed on as the Premier League's youngest ever player. I think kind of it wasn't the right move for Arteta to do that as a manager. And I think that he's not ready for the Premier League yet, and... He won't all in all have that successful of a career. Next up, I'm going to do Aston Villa. And I think that this is this is an easy one, but I'm going to say Gerard gets sacked. Either the end of this season or midway through it. I think that he just he hasn't been good enough at Villa to warrant staying on for longer. And I think that yeah, he'll just he'll be shown the door. The amount of money that Villa has spent amount of money that the owners have put into the club. I don't necessarily think it's good for them to have 
these amazing Crawford players, or this, this team that I think is an amazing Crawford players, and probably one of the best in the division. I think they've certainly got a better team than the likes of West Ham, in my view. And I think that really they just need a very, very good manager, then they can kick on and they'll have an amazing season. Because if you look at it, man for man, they're better than West Ham. They've got more depth than West Ham. And West Ham are challenging for Europa Leagues and everything. And I think that really that's that's the difference. I think that they've got better squad than West Ham, got better squad than Leicester right now, but probably not for long. Best squad than Newcastle. But if they're not careful and they don't put the right man in place in terms of like who's at the helm, I think they could end up like Everton somewhat because like I think that Everton it was kind of the opposite but I think they'd have the same effect because Everton always used to splash out on massive managers and everything like that but they had no money well they had money for players but they didn't use it right and Everton they always used to spend big on players like Awobi obviously he's come good now but Sigurdsson and uh, Cenk Tosin and players like that and they always used to just pump money at pump money and they were yes they were getting a good manager and they were holding themselves up in the league but as you've seen now as soon as you get in someone like at the helm that's not necessarily a great quality for the club or not necessarily the right fit for example in Rafa Benitez I think that he could really like he really really dismantled the club and they just fell apart in the latter end of the season I think that really I think that's the difference between them they're falling apart now I think this is as bad as it gets for Villa but I think they'll get into the Europa League next year should they hire someone competent I think they'll go out for I don't I don't really know who's on the market now that would go to them perhaps if he gets sacked by Leicester or decides to walk I could see I could see the chance of a Brendan Rodgers coming to join Villa and I think he'd be a really really good appointment to uh, to Villa and I think that he could potentially even get them to push for the Champions League I think that's how good A this Villa squad is and that's how highly I rate Brendan Rodgers he's an amazing amazing manager and I think that he could take this club to really really like amazing glory in the Premier League I think that Jacob Ramsey the Aston Villa midfielder I think he'll go to City and I think that he'll garner quite a big transfer fee. I think that'll be in the region of about £60 million should he continue in this form. He's looked very, very good from what I've watched of him anyway. And I think that he's the type of player that Manchester City will just keep buying every year. Just top up their squad as they have been doing. I think that's all they need to do because they're so far ahead of the pack right now. They just need to top it up every year. And like buying, they'll just win every league. 10 titles in a row, whatever. They'll just keep going and keep going. They're just so good. All they need is to spend the same amount of money as some of the other clubs they're competing against. And they'll just beat them every year. That's all they need to do. Because they've got this squad so nicely that they can just top it up every year and they'll win the Premier League. Um, Brentford, I think they'll stay in the Championship. Uh, like They'll drop either this year or next and I think they'll just stay in the championship and be a decent level championship club. I think Tony, he'll go somewhere like possibly a Chelsea 
if Ngunku wants to play in a deeper role or out on the wings. And I think that he'll be kind of he'll be a good kind of player for a top level Premier League club. I loved watching him before. I've been watching him ever since he was at Peterborough. I think he's been amazing and his rise up through the league has been absolutely astronomical. Um I could see him going to like a Manchester United or somewhere like that or a like a Liverpool if Nunez doesn't necessarily go great. Somewhere like that. I I could just see him going somewhere or as a Harry Kane replacement. I I think that could be a good move, but I, I think the Brentford squad will go down and be stripped just as how for example the Burnley squad was at the end of last year in terms of Ben Mee left, uh Tarkovsky left. Um lots of the different players left. I'm trying to think who's the uh who's the winger that went to Everton. Ooh. I can't remember, but he, pl he used to play at Manchester United in their academy system. can't remember his name. Come to me later. Um, yeah, I think their squad will be stripped. I think Thomas Frank will end up leaving. And I think he'll go somewhere and he'll play good football. I think even he could be the player. He could be the manager to go to Villa and bring Europa League football. Because he plays nice, gay impressive football. And it's good to watch. I think... Yeah, that's what I think about Brentford. Don't really have much else to say. Brighton, I think they'll stay mid-table. I think Leandro Trossard, he'll go to Chelsea in January. I don't think that's too much of a surprise. Graham Potter looks to be in for him. And if you've seen the interview of him saying, if Chelsea are in for me, of course I'll go. I think that's good for Chelsea and for him. Because it means that a deal could potentially be struck easier. I think that kind of Brighton under uh, De Zerbe. I think they'll be a good like Premier League team they'll stay mid-table kind of where Potter's kept them and yeah I think Billy Gilmore is a really really good addition I really really liked him at Chelsea and I'm really sad that they let him go for literally just 9 million which in the scale of things I was expecting at least 30 for Billy Gilmore to go he was so so highly rated in Cobham and around Chelsea and I thought I thought really it should have been I, th I think it should have been a loan to a club like Brighton and kind of bring him back into Chelsea and if the idea was to get Potter from like a long time ago and that's always been the plan I think that then they should have loan loaned him out to Brighton and if he's going to play him to Deserby that's great and I think that kind of Graham Potter he will be a great manager for developing young players. I think that Billy Gilmore could have been a really good example of that. And it's a shame that he wasn't. Um, next up, I've got Chelsea. And I think, just for the sake of my voice, I'm going to be ending on this one for this episode. Purely down to the fact that I'm having so many voice cracks from all over the place. Um, I don't think it's good that I should go on. Just because my voice, is, I'm losing it. I'll, I'll cover Chelsea and I'll be done with that as my last one. Uh, I think we'll win another Champions League under Potter, either this year or next. I think that Trossard, yeah, I'll move it January. Nkunku, that's been agreed. I think that they might win a Prem. I think possibly one or two in like 10 years. Um, 
that, that's not really unreasonable. I think the way the owners are building, I think they've really got projects under Potter and they're really going to try and help us build and challenge in all competitions with a really, really good squad. And obviously having a good squad will be really useful in the future in terms of having a good squad because of the new five substitutes rule that a good squad means a good performance potentially in the league. And yeah, I, that's what I think about Chelsea. And Kunku, I think he'll be an amazing striker for the Blues. I think his record at RB Leipzig speaks for itself. Obviously, yes, we did have Timo Werner do this to us previously and that's caused us a whole world of pain in terms of he comes to Chelsea he looks so he looks so good in terms of his runs but his first touch and his shooting are just frustrating at the best of times and yes whilst he wasn't necessarily the greatest in terms of Premier League output he was all right in terms of the Champions League and I think that Nkunku I don't think he'll necessarily have that same impact as Werner had in terms of that like horrific drop off in terms of goals and everything I think that there's a lot more to Nkunku's game than the likes of Werner ever had and obviously we said before with Werner oh scoring isn't all he has to his game but that's what we want from him and I think we want the same thing from Nkunku but he looks a lot more assured in doing it Werner had a lot more service and played in a better system under Julian Nagelsmann. And I think that really helped him in terms of he was constantly getting fed balls and he was playing off a second striker and everything. Whereas now Nkunku doesn't necessarily have that same freedom. And yes, while he likes to drop into other positions, I think striker's his main position. Obviously, we can also relate that to uh, Kai Havertz, but I think that really he plays further forward than Havertz and whilst you might like to switch positions a lot like Havertz did I think that Nkunku's a really really like assured bet and I think that he'll be a good player for the future I think that's almost undeniable at this stage as he's looking like probably one of the best young talents in the world right now I'd probably say the fourth best young talent in the world right now saying it's going Erling Haaland best, Kylian Mbappe second Raphael third and Christopher and Kunku in fourth. But yeah, I think Trossard will do good at Chelsea. I think that he'll he'll score some goals and just be a good player for the Blues. I think that if Potter wants him, we should trust the manager. It's obviously we're going to back him for the longer term. And if we don't back him now, when are we going to? So I think if Potter wants him, go for it. He should be a good player. He's looked good at Brighton. Obviously the hat-trick against Liverpool and everything like that. Get him. He looks good. Anyway, as I said, for the voice. Like, my voice is absolutely killing. And I'm just going to leave it there in terms of the podcast. I'm going to wrap it up now. Thank you for listening to the Chelsea News Podcast. Me, your host, Jack. If you enjoyed, like and subscribe. Thank you for listening. If you liked this, there's probably going to be another part to this up soon once i've had the chance to rest my voice and edit all of these they'll probably go out in bulk so there'll be probably two or three depending upon how many parts i do as to my premier league predictions thank you for listening goodbye <laughs>